Welcome in to episode 22 of Ball Boy Talk. Hope you guys are doing super well with well today. Your host with you today, Jay. Um, if you're with me on YouTube, thanks for joining me. Happy you're here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button early. Hit it often. Hit that like button. Smash all the buttons. Uh, if you're over here on Anchor, thank you. Make sure you share it with a friend. Um, or if you're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening on, thank you so much. Make sure you share it. Make sure you smash all the buttons and, you know, have go crazy with it. Share it, like it, comment, all the above. It all really helps out, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to talk some news. We're going to talk some notes. We're going to talk some signings, the U's, the big three. Uh, we're going to talk some more fantasy baseball. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with that. And we're going to talk the present and future of the NL West um, as we wrap up today. So without further ado, let's get into it. So let's jump right into the news. So as of last week, we know that the MLB reevaluated the minors. Each of the each team had their four affiliates sign their 10-year contracts. Um, each team now has a triple A, a double A, a high A, and a low A. There will be two divisions in double A. There will be or two divisions in triple A, three divisions in double A, um, high A, and low A levels. So that's pretty much all there is. Uh, Jared Hughes called it a career. Um, and then we see some pretty interesting stuff about Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. You know, he, he wants to play beyond 2021. He's he's going to re-sign a contract with the Dodgers. That's the simplest way to put it. Um, he feels like he still has plenty left in the tank, a few more years left. I mean, he's only 33. Uh, you look at, like, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, those guys are getting close to 40. Uh, so, yeah, Kershaw has plenty left in the tank. Let's see. What other news do we got? I'm actually going to be jumping around between last week's and this week's. Uh, that comes out on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, a new um, Around the Horn comes out. So when, let's see, I'm trying to see what like relevant stuff I could talk about. Um, yes, so if you didn't see on Sunday, the 22nd, Mariner CEO, uh, Kevin Mather, he, he messed up. In a YouTube video that was posted on Sunday, um, it was a speech that he gave on February 5th. In that video, he made some poor, poor choices with his words uh, and phrasing and, you know, being in the spotlight like that, public spotlight, you have to be careful with your words. You have to know what to say, how to say, especially being a CEO of a major league baseball team. Um, you know, some of the most, the most problematic remarks were how star prospect Julio Rodriguez and former pitcher Hisashi Iwakuma reportedly have or had difficulty speaking English, with Mather com- complaining about the cost of paying for a Japanese interpreter for Iwakuma. Rodriguez, he already responded to Mather's comments with some pointed tweets. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm sure there's going to be discipline for his actions, for what he said, how he said it. Um, he also kind of said that they're they're going to be you working the clock when it comes to top prospects Jared Kelnick and Logan Gilbert. They're expected, and let me go and read it directly um, here for you guys. Um, so he said that we would like to see 
Kelnick to get a few more at bats in the minor leagues, probably Triple A Tacoma for a month, and then we will like then he will likely be in left field at T-Mobile Park for the next six or seven years. As for Logan Gilbert, you won't see him on April first, but by mid-April he will be on Seattle's active roster. I mean, it's no it's no surprise. A lot of teams do this. A lot of teams keep their prospect clocks, you know, that service time down. They manipulate the system to avoid arbitration, super two, all that fun stuff. Um, that of course with this leverage now, the players association going to negotiations are gonna he basically gave some ammo to the PA to use come this upcoming CBA negotiations. Uh, just to run through some signings, uh, Justin Turner re-signed with the Dodgers, as well as the A's basically just built, like, the best bullpen in baseball in the last week. I mean, they signed Trevor Rosenthal to a one-year $11 million deal. They signed Sergio Romo. Um, so now that bullpen now currently has Rosenthal, Jake Diekman, Adam Kalarg, a ground ball specialist, Iron Man Yusmero Petit, who they re-signed. Slider specialist Sergio Romo, who they signed this last week, um, to go along with underrated JB Wendelkin and Lou Trevino. Just pretty crazy. That's bullpen stat. That shot them way up in my power rankings to a top five. I think the A's are winning the AL. We'll just have to wait and see, but don't don't sleep on the A's, please. We all do every year and it bites all of us. Let's see, uh, two homecoming, Jake Arrieta returned to the Cubs, James Paxson returned to the Mariners. Um, the The Rays are doing something weird with their with their rotation. I mean, not weird, but pretty normal um, of the Rays. They signed right-handed pitcher Colin McHugh to a deal. They signed left-handed pitcher Rich Hill to a deal. They already re-signed Chris Archer to a deal. They had already signed... Um, one more, uh, Michael Waka to a deal. So they're making all these different signings to boost their rotation to give themselves some depth behind Tyler Glass now um, and other guys in that rotation. So they're going to have a very vet savvy rotation that's very cheap. But one of these guys in this rotation, out of those four, Archer, Hill, McHugh, and uh, Waka, one of those guys is going to be a Cy Young contender. I just don't know who yet, but it's going to be one of them. If I had to put my money on all, any of them, it's going to be Rich Hill. Um, yes, he's 41, but he still has it. Um, or it's going to be Chris Archer returning to form like he was with when he was with the Rays previously. Um, the Red Shikes signed Hirokazu Sawamura officially. Uh, let's see. The Giants signed Aaron Sanchez. Some New York signings, Yankees signed Justin Wilson, Mets signed Kevin Pillar, Twins signed Matt Shoemaker, Brett Anderson re-signed with the Brewers. There's been a lot of signings. Diamondbacks signed infielder Asdrubal Cabrera, Pirates signed Tyler Anderson, left-handed pitcher Padres signed Mark Melanson to a deal. Now this 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 signing shows that the Padres are gunning for the Dodgers. Melanson has been was excellent. Last season, he returned to form. Um, he's just something else. He was a, a godsend for the for the uh, Braves. 36-year-old, he deposed a 22 saves with a 26.3K rate, 6.2 walk rate, 
percent walk rate in, in 43 innings pitched uh, with the Braves after a 2019 trade. So Melanson, he's back in form. He looks really good. I'm really excited for him. Uh, the Phillies signed utility man Brad Brad Miller. The Blue Jays signed right-handed relief pitcher David Phelps. And the Rangers signed left-handed pitcher Hyun Jung Ying. Um, oh, don't worry. There's more. The A's signed Mitch Moreland. The Yankees re-signed Brett Gardner. Mets signed Taiwan Walker. He was also in contact with the Mariners. The Mariners were trying to get both Walker and Baxton back, but they were kind of not getting Walker what he wanted, and they didn't think he would get what he wanted, but he got exactly what he wanted in terms of a contract from the Mets. Um, other than that, there's not really anything huge to talk about um, in terms of free agents. Not a lot of rumors. I mean, the Tigers have discussed a possible reunion with Rick Porcello. Um, the Red Sox are staying in touch with Jackie Bradley Jr.'s camp. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, um, let's talk to a few trades, actually. I don't really want to talk about these trades, other than the Adam Kalark, which I already mentioned, but this was a great deal for the for the A's to get Clark from the Dodgers. Um, but that, just a lot of lesser-known players kind of moving around. Um, I mean, there. oh, I guess there was one major trade. Um, the deal between the Red Sox, Royals, and Mets on 210. Red Sox acquired Alfredo Franci Cordero from the Royals. Right-handed pitcher Josh Wind Kawiski. Kawiski from the Mets and three players to be named later. The Royals acquired Andrew Benintendi from the Red Sox and the Mets acquired Alfredo Khalil Leach from the Royals. Um, the Red Sox are getting France, uh, Francie Cordero, who has only taken 315 plate appearances at the MLB level due to injuries and a potential fourth, fifth daughter in Winkawiski. Um, the Royals are hoping they can get Benintendi to return to form. Um, and kind of see what he can do in the foot speed re- returns. Uh, also, I think the Mets got the best player in this deal. Uh, Khalil Lee, he's a burner. 53 stolen bases at the AA level in 2019. He has plenty of development left to do as a hitter, but overall I think they got a steal in this trade. Um, outside of that, nothing of real relevance to talk about. Just a lot of Smaller things, um, let's see, you can always read all the trade rumors, um, injury updates, things like that um, on the website. Coming this Wednesday, there'll be a lot of COVID updates, injury updates, um, prospect buzz, just a lot of different things in that in that back half of the news and notes um, around the horn that I, I don't usually talk about here on the podcast. Um, but a lot of those, the COVID stuff is especially important. Um, if you remember any player that tests positive or comes in contact, they must quarantine for seven days, test negative on the fifth, um, to be able to return. And so a few guys have been, um, sidelined early in camp. So it's great that they're getting sidelined early, um, get them sidelined now so that they can get, get in earlier maybe be pushed back like a week or two week week or two in their throwing program um but outside of that let's jump over into 
some fantasy baseball. Woohoo! Welcome back in to the news, or not even news, fantasy baseball starting pitchers. So if you missed it so far, we have officially talked about um, what, what positions I've already broken down for you guys. Uh, we've already talked outfielders. I know that for sure. Uh, third baseman and shortstops coming into today's episode. So if you want to check those out, go over to the website, go into the fantasy dugout, and you can see all those. Because um, I know if you play fantasy baseball, you're like me, you want to know many players. You want to know who's out there, who you can get late, who you can steal. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to tell you who you can steal, who you can get late in drafts, and who, who you're going to want to be looking for. Um, let's see. So your obvious top 10 guys, um, Garrett Cole, Trevor Bauer, Shane Bieber, Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, Walker Buehler, Hugh Darvish, Clayton Kershaw, Hunjin Ryu, and Kenta Maeda. All of these guys, top 25, top 30 picks. I'm telling you right now, these guys are going to be off the board early. Um, and some of them, let them go. Let them go unless you're in a keeper league and you get to keep them. But let some of these guys go. Um, let a guy like you, Darvish, go because we don't know how he's going to respond to not being on the Padres. You know, instead of getting a you, Darvish, get a Kenta Maeda who people probably don't want. He can probably honestly get in like the fourth or fifth round. Go after a Hunjin Ryu, who you could also probably get in the fourth or fifth round. Go after Clayton Kershaw, who might not be as attractive behind, behind uh, Trevor Bauer and Walker Buehler. Um, go after a guy like that. You might be able to score him a little bit later, maybe third, fourth round. Um you know, look at these guys who you can get a little bit later. So let's get into some of those other guys. Um, Jake Flattery, Cardinals, Jack Flattery. I don't know why I always say Jake. It's Jack Flattery. Um, he, he's just barely outside of that top 12 cut for me. But with the top 10 cut, I'm sorry. But with Nolan Arenado in-house, Goldsmith, um, Yachty, Wayno resigned. Yachty wants to teach all these guys how to be a big leader. That's that's I feel like that's his mission right now, is to go out leaving the Cardinals in great shape. Um, look for him to put up 12 plus wins, 210 plus strikeouts, a 3.45 ERA, and a 1.20 or lower WHIP. Um, along with Jack Flattery, Blake Snell. He's in San Diego. He's playing behind and in front of an amazing offense. Um, defense is great behind him. All around, it's a very solid. Padres team and then of course you got Tyler Glass now who's alone atop of the rotation for the Royal or the Grays um, each of these guys I mentioned so far these are guys you can get third fourth fifth round if they fall to you um, Max Freed another guy just you know another guy who's atop of a rotation who's excellent in 2020 Luis Castillo with no Bauer and the Reds hopefully wanting to build off their playoff appearance last season um, and their unwillingness to move to trade him, you know, Castillo should have a great season. Um, 
there should there's no doubt Castillo's gonna have a great season. Lucas Giolito, Aaron Nola, Zach Greinke, Lance Lynn, Madison Bumgarner. Those guys round out my top 20, and all of them are guys you could probably get in the fifth round or later. Especially a guy like Madison Bumgarner. He's like 30, he's 31. He's due for a Hall of Fame someday. He's due for a big season in Arizona with how competitive that West Division is. They can either throw it in or try to fight for third place with the Giants. Um, but man, it's, it's a tough division, but Bumgarner, he's got plenty of years and he's someone who should give you like a 3.9 or lower ERA, 190 strikeouts, 12 plus wins, um, just be an absolute steal in like the eighth, ninth, even 10th round possibly. Um, some guys who are, you're going to be able to get even later, probably after like the seventh, eighth ninth, eighth or later rounds, um, Sixto Sanchez, um, I, there's so many similarities between Sixto Sanchez and Pedro Martinez, it's kind of ridiculous, but I'm, I'm high on Sixto Sanchez, um, as the NL Rookie of the Year, I'm high on him with this Marlins rotation, but, you know, he's gonna fall into, like, the, later than the 10th round, and if you were able to draft him, then you're gonna be really happy with the pitcher you're getting, Guy like Patrick Corbin, Charlie Morton, Sonny Gray, all those three, those guys are all guys who can get in like the ninth, eighth, ninth, tenth round. Um, each of them are, you know, two or three guys in the rotation. Their expectations have dropped off for fantasy, but you, these are still guys who you want to have on your team, um, who you want to target later in drafts to build your rotation. Um, a guy like Noah Syndergaard who probably won't come back till June and July, who you take in the draft, um, you know, 11th, 12th round, or back last couple rounds of the draft, you stick them on your IL, and then you grab someone you wanted off of waivers. Um, and then when he comes back in June, July, you have a you have no Syndergaard. Um, Zach Wheeler, Zach Plesic, Kyle Hendricks. These three... Of course, you, you want these guys. Um, why wouldn't you want these guys? Uh, Wheeler, he's the top of that Phillies rotation with a lot of expectations. Go get yourself Wheeler in the in the ninth, tenth, or later round. Get yourself Zach Plesac, who had a tremendous year last season, um, despite being sent down to the alternate site because of uh, COVID violations. He's going to be solid. Um, Kyle Hendricks, another guy, just. Another solid rotation piece, Marco Gonzalez. Um, the Mariners are are a looming contender in the AL uh, West. The AL West is open. The Astros, yeah, they have a great offense, but they have no pitching. The Angels, kind of middle of the ground and everything. The Athletics, they're going to win the division. But the Mariners have are within striking distance. They were one game away from the playoffs in 2020. Um so let's stop sleeping on him and, you know, go after Marco Gonzalez. He's a really good pitcher. Um, and lastly, Brandon Woodruff. He, he, and with the Brewers, they don't, they have no one, but they're, they have high expectations for Woodruff. With those high expectations comes great responsibility. Um, you know, look at 
You look at him in the 10th through 15th round. He could be the biggest deal of the draft if you're able to get him. Um, and so, yeah, those are some of the guys and some injury guys that I want you to keep an eye on because these guys you're going to be able to get cheap at the end of the draft who have a tremendous amount of upside. Justin Verlander, Chris Sale, Steven Strasburg, Mike Soroka, Shohei Otani, Corey Kluber, Eduardo Rodriguez, James Paxton, and Marcus Stroman. Those all sound like top 30 names to me. However, none of them are because of the injury. If you are willing to risk one or two of these guys on a rebound, I would be putting my money on Stephen Strasburg for sure, uh, Shohei Otani, Eduardo Rodriguez, Marcus Stroman, James Paxton. I mean, why not? Take take some of these injury flyers. I'm telling you, let the other guys go. Instead of going after Trevor Bauer early in the draft, go for a hitter. And then go for a Zach Plesak later, who you might end up getting similar production from. That's just going to be cost you less and help your team more. Um, some other quality starters you could go after, Robbie Ray, Carlos Carrasco, Jake Order. If Jake Order is he signs, he, he kind of changes where he should land. Um, Jose Barrios, Christian Javier, Justice Sheffield, Frankie Montez, Zach Gallen, Jesus Lazardo, Matt Boyd, Herman Marquez, Sean Manaya, Joe Musgrove, Dallas Keuchel, Mackenzie Gore, Domingo Herman, Nate Pearson, uh, Chris Paddock, Johnny Cueto, David Price, Mike Mayo, my, or I put Masahiro Tanaka on here, but that was before he was going back to Japan. Um, so don't draft Masahiro Tanaka. However, guys, these are starting pitching is loaded. It's going to fluctuate throughout the season. My tip with pitching is get a couple guys, stick with them, and then play the waiver wire um, roulette carousel. Um, get on the waiver wire carousel and Ride it, ride hot streaks, drop them when they're not hot, pick them up when they're hot, make trades, make moves. Don't be afraid to drop people who you drafted. That is the biggest mistake of any fantasy sport. You're afraid to drop you're afraid to drop who you drafted. Um, like recently in my fantasy basketball league, I dropped Blake Griffin. I drafted him, had high hopes. He was garbage, so I dropped him. Now, if a guy is not helping your team, Drop them. Get someone who's going to help your team, help you win, help you win in some of those head-to-head categories, which is what the fantasy dugout is here for. Help you win your draft as well. Um, we're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to jump over. We're going to talk about the present and future of the NL West. Welcome back into the Present and Future series, everybody. If you haven't been with us before, a lot of the things we talk about within this Present and Future series is my opinion on who I see having a legit shot at the Hall of Fame. Um, the most exciting players are guys who are young, who have already shown tremendous upside, and who have a chance to become some of the all-time greats. Um, the honorable mentions are players who will be on the ballot but probably won't make it into the Hall of Fame. The future Hall of Famers are the surefire Hall of Famers who I have no doubt about. So, let's jump into it now. 
um, some of the most exciting players in the NL West. Um, of course, you have basically the entire Dodgers offense. I mean, uh, Gavin Lux, he hasn't quite lived up to the hype yet, but he's only 23 years old. He has time to develop into a star. He's a great defender at second base. Um, he, The career slash line of... Uh, 210, 278, 377, over 138 at-bats. Isn't quite there yet, but how good his glove is, is going to keep him in the lineup. Um, Jake Cronenworth, the Rookie of the Year runner-up in 2020, showed that he can easily beat any shift you put on him. He posted a 1.6 war with a 285, 354, 477 slash line, over 172 at-bats. Um, you know, he debuted at age 26. However, that doesn't matter. Cronenworth is going to be great for this this Padres team. Uh, Trent Grisham, the gold glove center fielder with the Padres, has an incredibly bright future ahead of him, um, especially with the glove. I mean, he's already a gold glover at 24 years old. He posted a 2.4 war in 2020, a career slash of 243, 342, and 437 over 371 at-bats. Big fan of Trent Grisham. Um, Will Smith, the Dodgers catcher, um, he's been pretty solid since his MLB debut in 2019. Um, you know, behind the plate, he has 679.2 innings with zero errors, perfect fielding percentage, two defensive runs saved, and 23% caught stealing. Uh, so the work behind the plate is good. Um, you know, in 284 at-bats, he has a 268, 363, 574 slash line. And... Lastly, Joey Bart. Uh, the debut wasn't great, um, with Buster Posey working his way back into the lineup, uh, working his way back in 2020. I, I'm not worried about Bart. I think he, he's going to get one more season to groom behind Posey. Um, Posey's contract is up at the end of the 2021 season, so we will see what happens. Uh, some of the guys who are on their way to the Hall of Fame that are just phenomenal uh, hitters. You got Cody Bellinger. He's already won an MVP, Rookie of the Year, Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, NLCS MVP, World Series champion, and a two-time All-Star. That list is already great for him. Um, you know, the Gold Glove was a little bit of a surprise for me. I didn't see him as a Gold Glove center fielder, but he is. Um, you know, he's, he's going to keep going. He's going to go down as one of the best to ever have done it. Um, Corey Seager, Dodger shortstop. I always forget that he's only 26 years old with five years of MLB service. He debuted at 21. Um, you know, he's already pretty decorated in his career. Rookie of the Year, NLCS MVP, World Series MVP, World Series chip, uh, two, two Silver Slugger, two All-Stars, uh, career 17.8 war already. Um, he's going to get a big payday. And another shortstop, Trevor Story of the Rockies, 28 years old. Um, you know, two-time All-Star Silver Slugger. Um, with He has a 980 fielding percentage with 45 defensive runs saved at the shortstop position and almost 5,200 innings played. Uh, he's a 21.0 war um, with a 277, 343, 535 slash line up over 2,296 at-bats. Um, and lastly, last hitter I want to talk about is another shortstop. It's El Nino Fernando Tatis Jr., who just signed a 14-year, $340 million extension. 
with the Padres, the third richest contract of all time. I mean, right. He, he finished third in Rookie of the Year in 2019. 2020, he finished fourth in the MVP, won the Silver Slugger. It's still early for Tatis, but, you know, he's going to be the cover on uh, MLB The Show 21, and we'll look for it to continue. A um, few guys who are honorable mentions, Charlie Blackman. He's, a, he's been one of the most consistent hitters over the last decade. Um, four-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger winner, batting title winner. Um, you know, the, the defense is pretty much what holds him back. Negative 64 defensive runs saved over 8,950 innings. Um, however, his play, his consistency gives him a chance. Um, Brandon Belt with the Giants. Solid career. One All-Star appearance, two World Series ring. Um, great defender. 55 defensive runs saved with that 0.994 fielding percentage. 25.1 war. Um... We'll see what happens with him. Uh, last honorable mention for the hitters, Brandon Crawford. Uh, two all-star appearances, three gold gloves, silver slugger, two World Series rings, and one of the best defensive shortstops we have seen in the last decade. In almost 1,100 innings played, a .975 fielding percentage and 80 defensive runs saved at the shortstop position. Um, both him and Belt's contracts are over. After the 2021 season, so we will see what the Giants decide to do with both of them. And then some future Hall of Famers in the NL West, Mookie Betts. I mean, he's already done it. One MVP, four All-Stars appearances, two World Series rings, five gold gloves, four silver sluggers, batting title, um, a Wilson Defensive Player of the Year, um, a Already 45.4 career war, 301, 373, 522 slash line, and 3,422 at-bats. 120 defensive runs saved in seven, almost 7,400 innings in the field. And he just got, he's one season into his 12-year, $365 million deal with the Dodgers. Let's see why he got paid. Buster Posey mentioned him earlier at the top. Um, you know, Iconic number 28, one MVP, one Rookie of the Year, Gold Glove, four Silver Sluggers, a batting title, six All-Star appearances, um, 41.8 war, 1,380 hits, uh, 302, 374, 56 slash, in almost 8,400 innings behind the plate, 9.995 fielding percentage with 119 defensive runs saved and 33% caught stealing. No doubt. Um, third baseman Evelyn Gore on the Giants. Yes, the Giants had a future Hall of Fame infield almost. Um, Evelyn Gore, another just great over the last decade plus. Uh, a rookie of the year award, three gold gloves, silver slugger, and three all star appearances. Uh, 56.7 career award to date. 266, 334, 473 slash, and his 6,576 at bats. In almost. 14 in over 14,000 innings at third base, 0.966 fielding percentage with 108 defensive runs saved. He has helped paved the way for what an excellent short or excellent third baseman looks like in the MLB in his time. Um, and the next two guys have followed, the next guy has followed in those footsteps. Uh, Manny Machado, um, he has four all star appearances, two gold gloves, a silver slugger, and a platinum glove so far in his career. 
Um, he's been a great defender at third base, posting a 969 fielding percentage, 985 defensive run saves, and 9,000 or 700, 7,978 thinks at the hot corner. Um, you know, he, he still has, he's only 28. He still has a lot of time left on his deal with the Padres. Um, I mean, eight years to be exact. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but Machado, he's, he's destined for greatness. Oh, let's talk some pitchers. So you got Zach Gallen of the D-backs. He's shown tremendous upside and he's on the rise. I'm really excited for him on Marquez as well. Uh, just another guy, tremendous upside, some pretty good stuff, good command. Um, so we'll see what happens. They're both pretty unproven. And then you got Dustin May, the man himself can hit triple digits, light up the gun. He's only 23. Um, he should be lining up as a fifth option in the Dodgers rotation this spring or out of the bullpen. He was highly effective in that role last season. Um, so I'm really excited to see what May brings the team. You got Julio Urias as well, who was just nails in the postseason. Um, just probably is on being one of the best swingmen in baseball, being able to open games, start games, close them, whatever they need him for, highly effective in all roles. You got Chris Paddock of the Padres as well. Um, this is another guy who's just young. He's 24. Um, he's, he's still growing, and he's, he fills a top-of-the-rotation need. Um, then you got Walker Buehler, who has been on my radar for a long time, um, pretty much since, like, 2016. Um, he was his first-round pick in 2015 of the Dodgers. Um, you know, just incredibly bright future. Um, he's on his way. Uh, Blake Snell, of course, he, he's one that I... He's 28. He could have another five to ten years of high-level success, but, you know, the Cy Young Award, ninth place finish in the MVP voting in 2019. Um, oh, 2018. Um, he rebounded nicely in 2020 after a rough 2019. He's now with the Padres. Um, I I like the outlook for Snell. Um, he's excited. I think he's on his way to being a Hall of Famer. But we will see. Time will tell for Snell. Um, an honorable mention. Um, who's close? We're going to kind of have to see how his career wraps up. A 34-year-old Johnny Cueto. Um, I think he still has a little bit left in the tank. He's going into his last season with the with the Giants. Uh, he has a career 32.1 war, two all-star nods, and World Series ring with the Royals back in 2015. Um, almost 2,000 career innings pitch. Um I, I've always been a fan of Cueto. I, I like his delivery, but, you know, the injuries, and we'll just kind of wait and see what happens with him. But he's an honorable mention, so he's a little bit further along um, than uh, Snell and Walker Buehler. And then the future Hall of Famers in the NL West are no-brainers. Madison D-backs with the, bum, with the Madison Bumgarner with the Diamondbacks. That's what I meant to say. Um He's been one of the most dominant southpaws over the last decade in the MLB. Uh, four-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger, NLCS MVP, World Series MVP, and a three-time World Series champ. He was ace of those three World Series rings with the Dodgers. Um, so don't forget that. He's only 31, and he could pitch for another five to seven years at a high level of success. So don't be surprised when Bumgarner's in the Hall of Fame. We all know he's going to be. Let's see, next 
David Price? Yes, I think David Price is a Hall of Famer. Here's why. One Cy Young, one World Series rating, two ERA title, five All-Star nods. 39.4 career war, 150-80 to 80, uh, 80 win-loss record, 331 ERA, 335 FIP, career 1.15 whip. 1,981 strikeouts to 527 walks over 2,029.2 innings pitched. He has two more years on his contract with the Dodgers. He's 35. Could be his last few seasons after opting out in 2020. We'll have to see. But he has a great team behind him to go on with on a high note. And he technically has another World Series right now. Um... Let's see, Kenley Jansen, um, just great Dodgers pitcher. Um, it's hard to find relievers to put on these kind of posts and to talk about. Um, but Jansen, he's been as good as they come over the last decade out of the bullpen. Three All-Star nods, two Trevor Hoffman and our reliever of the year awards, World Series ring in 2020. He holds a career 16.3 war, 312 saves. 2.39 ERA to a 2.29 FIP, 936 Ks and 168 walks over 636 innings pitched. That is remarkable numbers, um, high K per nine, and he's been one of the most dominantly consistent closers over the last decade. Look for Jansen at 33 years old to just keep it going for a few more peak seasons in his prime. And lastly, we're going to close out the show talking about a guy we talked out, talked about at the top. Clayton Kershaw. He finally got his World Series ring after earning an MVP, a Triple Crown for Pitcher, Player of the Year, a Gold Glove, three Cy Youngs, five ERA titles, eight All-Star nods. The only thing that blemishes him is his 4.19 ERA over 189 innings pitch in this postseason across 20 series. He is one of the best, if not the best, regular season starting pitcher of all time. Up there with Sandy Koufax and Satchel Paige. Uh, 69.6 war, 175-76 to 76 win-loss, 2.43 ERA, 2.75 FIP, 1 whip, 2,526 strikeouts to 585 walks, over 2,000. 1,333 innings pitched. He's 33. He's a 14-year vet. And he still wants to play a few more years. This career for Kershaw has been nothing short of fantastic. He is one of the best curveballs we have ever seen. Just complete domination in his career. Kershaw is our first ballot Hall of Famer. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for being here with me. I deeply, deeply appreciate your time. Thank you for listening, giving the podcast a chance. It means a ton. Um, you know, I'm just super grateful for your time. Um, I love it. Love your support. Go over, check out all the different social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, obviously YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, um, go over to YouTube, um, and go and watch it. There's nothing fancy. It's just me sitting in front of the camera and talking, but, um, let's see. I want to talk about rep sports, race energy. These guys are the best friend of the ball boy blog, ball boy talk podcast. Um, 
every time you use the code BALLBOY at checkout, you save 15% on this clean, sufficient energy drink to deliver you intent focus, just like it does for me. Um, you'll quit all in your energy drinks once you try try raise. It's just, it's here. Everything else is, is, is here. You can't even see my hand because it's out of the shot. But like here, just incredible. Love the stuff. Save 50% at checkout using code BALLBOY. Um, that's B-A-L-L-B-O-Y. Um, save yourself 50% today. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. Be safe. Stay kind. One love. Blessings.